When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. There's no place like home. There's no place like home. Oh, it's so good to be back. (laughs) I am just not a good vacationer. I'm not. I'm not a good vacationer. I don't enjoy vacations very much. Okay, I like the sleep that I can get, but um, I get. I, I love reading a good reading a good book, but I get antsy. I get antsy, and 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 I I just I don't do it well. I particularly don't do beaches well. I don't get beaches. I truly don't get beaches. You sit in the hot sand under the hot sun by a mass of water that is filled with critters that want to eat you or sting you. Now, give me a nice white sand beach somewhere. I might enjoy that with blue water, but the Atlantic beaches, they're just like, I don't know, they're packed with people and they're hot and they're sandy. Ask me if I had fun. No. (laughs) No, I'm glad to be back in the studio. I'm particularly glad to be back in the studio because I get to share a wonderful story with you. It is there's a there's so many lessons embedded in this story. Lessons that Tom and I try to repeat over and over and over again and yet so few of you actually pay attention. Well, Some of you do, but there's still a bunch who don't, and they get mad at us because we're slamming their favorite toys. And once again, this is going to involve a little little abuse of the crypto mindset, a little, but there's a bigger moral to this story, a much bigger moral to this story. It has to do with the whole process of expecting, believing that it is possible to get rich quickly with little or no risk or even effort on your part. The biggest fortunes ever built were built through hard work and commitment. Jeff Bezos didn't just spring forth from his mother's loins a billionaire, nor did Bill Gates. Or Elon Musk. They worked. And you know what they did too while they were working? They didn't buy yachts. (laughs) They, They may have them now, but when they were building their companies, trying to make them a profitable business for the long haul, they didn't buy yachts. So that's where this story has an interesting little twist to it. That starts out as as the beginning in this article I read, but I'm going to save it for the end. This is the story of the crypto crash of 2022. And while I had heard of this company, I really didn't realize the extent 
of the damage they did to the crypto economy. You can blame these two guys, all of you crypto freaks. They're the, they're, they're the ones who started that bad run, according to New York Magazine, and a really wonderful, wonderful, detailed article by Jen Weisner, W-I-E-C-Z-N-E-R. I think that's how, it, how it's pronounced. The headline of this article in New York Magazine is, <laughs> you got to listen, listen closely, the crypto geniuses, and they should have that in quotes, who vaporized a trillion dollars. It's a story about the two founders of a company called Three Arrows Capital. Three Arrows Capital, these young men, fresh out of Columbia University, they uh, worked for a little while as traders, as so many young college graduates do. Uh, They were trading derivative contracts. Then they got into trading foreign currency and... uh, foreign exchange derivatives, and they thought they were smarter than everybody else. So 10 years ago, they borrowed a million dollars from their parents to start this company, Three Arrows Capital. And they were trading foreign exchange derivatives, contracts and futures contracts on on the price of currencies. They were taking advantage of, of the spread differences between different market markets it's called it's called arbitrage and the price of one currency can be a little different on one than the other so if you quickly buy it cheap on one and then you sell it quickly on the other one you might make fractions of a penny per unit of measure whatever whether it's dollars or or rupees or whatever it might be so they did this for a while and they doubled their money very quickly And they moved to Singapore so they could avoid taxes. So now they're worth a couple of million dollars. And uh, they're they're gaming the system. They're gaming the system. There was a time in the foreign exchange markets when there was a lot of, they're, they're changing systems, there's a lot of mispricing. And these guys were making these trades to take advantage of that. The banks were the banks that they were trading with were screwing up. They were messing up, and so one bank said, "Hey, we we quoted you the wrong price. Can you just you know be good guys and amend or cancel that trade?" And these guys said, "No, <laughs> you messed up. We win, you lose." Uh, well, that's a bad idea when you're just a little player, and the banks are the multi-billion-dollar players, the hundreds of billions of dollars players, and the banks said. <laughs> Yeah, we're not going to trade with you anymore. Some salty language involved in that. It's like, blank you. I'm, I'm not going to give you a price, according to one trader. So their trading business started to fall apart. But then there was crypto. And in 2018, crypto hit one of its horrible bust cycles known as a crypto winter and the price of cryptocurrencies plunged after 2017 so these stars these guys started getting into crypto now they're buying right they're getting in low 
And so they're making money. And they want to make even more money. So they borrow money to make more money. And then they start getting everybody they know and everybody they ever dealt with. And they all think they're brilliant because guess what? They've been riding an up market. They look smart. Were they smart or were they lucky? You know the answer. And they, they got bigger and bigger, and they gained social media followers because one of the two guys, um, his last name is Zhu. What was his first name? I, I just whipped right past it and forgot it. Uh, I forgot to give you the name of the two guys. Zhu Zhu, Zhu Zhu, or Suzu, Suzu, and Kyle Davies. And they, uh, they got, well, Zhu got online and he became a Twitter meme he became a uh, a, 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 a trendsetter and he said that uh, quote as crypto super cycle continues yeah super cycle who knows uh, there will be more and more people trying to larp how early they were and i think in this context that means pretend or fake the only thing that matters is how many coins you have now Either you own the percentage of the key networks you should or you don't, whatever that means. Being early and low conviction is gross. TBH. To be honest, I don't know. And as the super cycle continues, but sore mainstream media, I think that's us, will try to talk about how the early whales own everything. The richest people in crypto now had a near zero net worth in 2019. I know people, yeah, that's evidence, I know people, who unironically say if someone lent them $50,000 back then, they'd have $500 million today. He basically said over and over again, buy, 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 and it's going to make you very wealthy. Well, it did for a while. And then these guys started getting into um, the garbage coins. I mean, one of them even supported uh, uh, Dogecoin, which is just the dumbest thing ever. But one of the biggest things they got into was a kind of an exchange-traded Bitcoin fund called the Grayscale Bitcoin Trust. And it they were using arbitrage because the trust itself was selling at a premium to Bitcoin because a lot of smaller investors couldn't afford to get into Bitcoin. So they would get into the Grayscale Trust. They could get in with smaller amounts. So that, that caused the demand to rise for that. And the price was a little higher than Bitcoin. It was also expected by some in the Bitcoin community that the Securities and Exchange Commission would approve it as a, an, a true exchange-traded fund, which they didn't. And that switched the spread now the bitcoin trust was trading for less than bitcoin it was worth less than bitcoin which threw their whole system into a tizzy into a tizzy well these guys were still raking in a lot of money at this point it hadn't fallen apart yet they borrowed money like crazy they got involved in all kinds of things as i mentioned and then they started going out and and spending their wealth now, they're not billionaire material at this point, but they were buying 
20 and 30 and $40 million mansions. They got customized cars. They were living high on the hog because they were so smart, and this was never going to end, right? Wrong. When GBTC, that gray-scale Bitcoin trust, started to unravel, so did their business. Because now all of their loans, all that borrowing, people were asking for their collateral back, and turns out they didn't have the collateral. They borrowed money on collateral, but they didn't have the collateral. So they, they doubled down. They, they got into worse coins. They got into, ready for this one? They got into a crypto called Luna. Does that ring a bell with you? Terra and Luna? This was supposed to be a Bitcoin or a, a cryptocurrency that couldn't go below a buck. It was a, a, a stable coin. So they put hundreds of millions of dollars into Luna. And Luna did well for a while. At one point, what these guys held, these three arrows held in Luna, was about half a billion dollars. Half a billion dollars. Then, in May, the whole Luna Terra thing fell apart and it hurt the entire crypto industry luna lost 40 billion dollars in just a couple of days their holdings in luna that were once a half a billion dollars plunged to 600 dollars well then it all fell apart they had nothing. Um, Mr. Zhu sent a tweet out saying, well, Supercycle price thesis was reg regrettably wrong. Regrettably wrong? He was upside down and backwards. And the company is now devoid of capital. Their investors, they don't even know how much their investors have lost yet. And these guys are in the wind. They're They're gone. They've disappeared. But the yacht comes in a right toward the end of the story. Right toward the end of the story. They went to buy a yacht that was 171 feet long. They ordered this yacht, five decks, 500 tons. One uh, had a, a – actually, was it one yacht or two? No, it was just one yacht. Uh, they had a glass-bottom pool. These were all made in Italy. And uh, it, was gonna, it, it, it was $50 million. And they walked away from it. Now they're trying to sell it to somebody else. And the moral of the story, there's several morals. One is just because somebody appears to be successful doesn't mean they are. It doesn't mean you should follow them. Some of their friends called them sociopaths. Everybody says they committed fraud, but they're gone. They're hiding out in Dubai because there's no extradition treaty. 
And then the article ends with this line, basically. This is from Davies, the other guy in the group. In the good times, we did the best. And then in the bad times, we lost the most. That's how gambling works, folks. That is how gambling works. They gambled. They won for a while. Then they lost. Their investors gambled. They appeared to win for a while. And they lost. That is the reality. Stop. Stop. Stop thinking that you are so smart, you can beat the markets. These guys were pretty smart kids out of college, but the markets ate them alive. And yet to this day, they still don't see that they actually did anything wrong. Although they are hiding out from prosecution, so maybe they do. And this is not, again, this is not just a slam on crypto. This is, this is, uh, I'm berating any kind of get rich quick ideas that you may find yourself in. They always look good right up until they don't. And the problem is they never tell you just before they're about to go bad. They never warn you. You must be vigilant. And it's not even vigilant. You just have to have half a brain. If it looks too good to be true, folks, it's too good to be true. High returns always mean high risk. And the higher the potential return, the greater that risk is likely to be. Not, it's not a direct correlation, but it's pretty close. Check out this story. It's in uh, New York Magazine. Really terrific, terrific story if you want all the details. I totally enjoyed it. I couldn't put it down. The crypto geniuses who vaporized a trillion dollars. Oh, and by the way, what they mean by that is that their their little scheme started the incredible crypto fire that encompassed the entire market and caused the market to decline by about a trillion dollars. Now, they may have lit the fuse, but you guys who buy crypto, you, you built the bomb. You, you... You were the gasoline. And you're going to do it again. <laughs> That's the problem. <laughs> you know, uh, the, the market, the crypto market is giving you a chance. Give, it's giving you a little chance to, to get back out. Please take advantage. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. You're not going to win. 855-935-TALK. That is a phone number that you should use if you want to ask us a question here on Talking Real Money. 855-935-8255. You can also send your questions in, though, through TalkingRealMoney.com on the little website. You just punch a button and you can record it like this. Hi, Tom and Don. Long-time fan. Quick question. I'm retired, 65, and my income comes from company pension, Social Security survivor benefits, and dividends from my brokerage account. It adds up to about 140k a year. My understanding is that none of that is earned income, and therefore none of that can be contributed to either a Roth or a standard rollover IRA. Is that correct? Thanks. Darn it, this one's just too easy. But that's okay, because I ran long on the other segment anyway. So uh, the answer is, yeah, you're correct. 
None of that is earned income. Therefore, it eliminates the ability to put anything into an IRA, an individual retirement account of any kind, uh, either Roth or regular. However, bear in mind that if you were to get a tiny little job or a little side hustle that provided even 1099 income, that is earned income. And you can put, uh, even if it's a couple of hundred dollars, if you have a couple of hundred dollars in earned income, you can put a couple hundred bucks into a Roth IRA. But uh, in, in your case, as it stands right now, you got a nice income, but no, you can't fund a Roth or a regular. But thanks for the question. And if you guys want to send in questions, just go to TalkingRealMoney.com and record them on the website on the contact form. Or you can call them in by dialing, dialing, pushing the buttons, 855-935-8255, the last four digits spell TALK, 855-935-TALK. And don't miss our Saturday show, which is a uh, wonderful live thing where we can talk together from 3 to 5 Eastern time, noon to 2 Pacific, same number, every weekend. I think it's just me this weekend, though, So you because Tom's on vacation now, too. Got to get all this vacationing out of the way, and then we can just be normal again. Thank heaven. Oh, and by the way, if you have a more complex issue, a little more difficult than what we generally talk about on the podcast or the program, we have a firm called Vestry by Appella. We created this firm to, yes, make money and provide great advice, but also as a way to help everybody. Because we realize that if we help everybody, it helps us. It's karmic marketing in a way. So if you want help, just go to vestry.com, set up an appointment. I can promise you several things. One, you will get some actionable help, at least as much as we are able to provide. You know, you may have an impossible situation. Two, we aren't going to charge you for the time you spend with our advisors in in that meeting. And three, you're not going to get... You're not going to be subject to a high-pressure sales pitch because we don't believe in doing that because people who need us come to us of their own volition. They don't need to be sold because we're honest, and this is a way for us to prove it. So go to Vestory.com, V-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, and just click on the uh, appointment thing at the bottom of the page. Or you can call the toll-free number, 800-386-3004. That's it. We're done. I'm out of here because i got to edit this. Get it up today and get it up today as the first podcast I've done in a little over a week. So it's about darn time, isn't it? Thanks for being there. Please tell your friends, your neighbors, your relatives, any people you go to school with, people you go to church with, people you hang out with, people you don't even like all that much, but you know they need some financial help. Tell them to listen to Talking Real Money on their favorite podcast service or visit talkingrealmoney.com. And thanks for being there. I'm Don McDonald. Going to do a little more research. I've got a great topic for tomorrow's podcast. Great topic, but I'm going to do more research. So tomorrow I can be here talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for informational, educational, and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately and consistently predict the future, so past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program 
program is provided as a public service by Appella Capital, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?